allow it, man. I'm telling you, I'm doing my job. I am doing my job. For the last time, you were going to get me fired. You've reached Miss Confidentiality, where a non-professional is professional advice. Hey lovelies, welcome to the fourth episode of Miss Confidentiality. Just a friendly reminder for those who haven't had a chance to read my bio, I'm a master's student in counseling psychology and I give advice for two entries each week regarding singlehood, relationships, engagements, marriage, destruction of those four, <laughs> and I always keep it short, so I'm going to jump right into it. Our first entry is from Sandra, who is 28 years old, resides in Vancouver, British Columbia, and is currently married. Hi, Miss Confidentiality. I am currently in a marriage with a great guy, but the only issue I have is with his baby mama and him always feeling the need to please her. Dear Miss Confidentiality, I am currently in a marriage with a great guy, but the only issue I have is with his baby mama because he always feels the need to please her. Right now, we both work decent jobs, but between student debt and the mortgage, we are drowning. To make it a little bit more difficult, we just had a beautiful baby girl, but for him, this makes daughter number two. I have been having issues with him lately, trying to explain to him that he needs to focus on our household and financial situation before he takes care of his ex and her child who don't live under our roof. How do you think I can break this down to him so we can start saving for our future? Well, first of all, congratulations on your first child, your baby girl. I'm sure she is adorable. I will start with professional and then I'll go to personal because I kind of have started doing that from episode one and it seems to be working. So first things first, it sounds like your husband has a great relationship with his baby mother. So my advice to you would be why not have a breakfast, brunch, dinner, whatever, where you all come together and make a stable plan. Of course, finances are difficult for you, and I can only imagine they're probably difficult for her as well, um, especially because he has a child with her, and we know children are expensive. So with his great relationship, I think you might want to use that as kind of like um, a merge, I guess, between you two, a common ground between you two, uh, where he has a good relationship with you and with her, so he can kind of sit down and navigate that conversation, make it kind of aware for everybody, like where people are struggling, where you guys are doing good, where they might, she might need extra help. Um, because she doesn't live in your household, you don't know what expenses she has, of course, right? Um, so that might give you a clearer picture as well for you to maybe reel back on your expectations of him, maybe for you to see a better picture of what's going on with her and why she's asking for help um 
so often that it's becoming a problem in your relationship. So that's my first advice. Now, my second advice to you would be with him having a a daughter, a daughter that's outside of your marriage. And if you don't feel that you should be financially responsible for her is maybe divide your fixed income the rent the mortgage sorry um the groceries the hydro all those good stuff split it down the middle split it you know 80 30 do whatever you need to do for you guys to feel comfortable with this is what i'm contributing this is what you're contributing um and just kind of separate your money separate your finances that way it can take the pressure off of you and you feeling like he's spending money um, that he shouldn't be spending, I guess, right? That lets him also see money that he kind of has, um, which is considered extra, right? If he wants to go and spend that extra $200 on his daughter and his um, ex, then that's his prerogative and it's his money. So that might be something to think about, especially right now because you guys are struggling and you're probably penny pinching, you know, counting, counting pennies, side-eyeing him every time he takes out another $20 out of the account so maybe split your money up when it comes to the fixed income and have a account that you guys obviously share together where you can you know drop your fixed income in there or your your fixed expenses in there and you go your separate ways after that until the next bill comes out and you know next time you guys gotta drop a dime in the bucket but at least then you're not kind of worrying about his his half stuff the third thing I would say is you just had a baby so cut back you know like you probably are spending money on things that you don't need you know in Sephora you know in I don't even know what malls they have out in Vancouver but out in Vancouver on your nails on your shoes on your you know your car whatever you're probably spending money that you were able to spend before you had your baby girl and you're not able to spend now so maybe cut back on your wants you know wait until you both are stable before you start entertaining yourself going out for movies doing all those stuff and just kind of readjust you know get get into that mommy mindset that you're not going to be able to have everything you need and in order for him to be able to help his ex and be able to help you you kind of help him out by cutting back on the wants and him also cutting back on the wants you know uh, until you guys are in a little bit more of a stable situation but it's sounding very clear that right now you guys are fresh in the game in terms of you know marriage mortgages and babies and that's stressful in itself so instead of kind of dividing and um you know looking at it as individuals try leaning on one another and really figuring out how can we both work together where i'm comfortable you're comfortable your your baby mom is comfortable as well and your children are being taken care of so that would be my professional advice for you But now that I have taken off my professional cap, Sandra girl, I'm going to have a heart to heart with you because when I read your entry, I just scribbled all over it, trifling. You cannot have that mentality. You knew he had a baby 
before you got married um you didn't at least write that you didn't know about this baby so you know he came with a full package with the ex and a baby and financial commitments that were outside of you your daughter your house and your marriage so you know i didn't even address the fact that you should even confront him in any way shape or form in my professional advice because I think that you did the best thing you could do by writing me before you try to talk to him about this any further. As you said, you have a great guy. And the fact that he's taking care of his child and his ex, kudos to him. And don't don't get involved in that. Don't get involved in that. You need to realize that him taking care of his, his ex and his child is directly impacting his child's attachment style abandonment issues in the future you know comfortability the relationship she has with her mom because if her mom is stressed about finances and things like that guess what directly impacts her mental health directly impacts her emotional stability directly impacting her daughter so although his ex and his daughter don't live under your roof doesn't mean that he should just kind of you know turn a blind eye to whatever financial situation they're in yes he should have a limit in the sense of if he doesn't have it then you know split it up divvy it up in a way that everybody kind of gets a little bit and and feels comfortable but if he needs to give his daughter and his um, baby mother a few extra dollars a month or whatever the case that's his responsibility that's something that you needed to think about before you got married and that's trifling that you think that him not you know sharing the same roof as his ex and daughter mean they come second that's just not right so i'm hoping your family and friends have already told you this i'm hoping this advice doesn't come as a shock and i'm just talking to you one-to-one personal as a same advice i would give my friends because as you mentioned you have a great guy and the last thing i would want is for you guys to have real issues out of this because you're holding resentment feeling things that you really shouldn't be feeling because that's just the way it goes when you get in a relationship or a marriage with somebody who had kids you know one thing I would really suggest to you though is read some books about attachment read some books about abandonment read some books about you know separation and how you guys can raise a child outside of the norm of a nuclear family now i'm gonna give you a little bit of slack because you didn't say how old his daughter is so if you know perhaps his daughter is a teenager now and you're saying that his communications with his ex is making you uncomfortable then sure, yeah, you might want to say to him, hey, I'm not comfortable with you and your ex talking as much as you do. You know, your daughter's a teenager. Is there any way for us to get her a cell phone? It would make me feel more comfortable just knowing that, you know, she can directly reach out to us, let us know when she needs some help, if financial support or whatever. But if you just had your first little baby girl, I'm assuming his daughter is tiny. And until she gets into that stage where she can voice her own concerns and ask her father for whatever she needs when she needs it then stay in your lane stay in your lane like that's just it's just not your place and you should have considered it before you got married and if you didn't then 
hey, revisit it now because that's just the way it goes when you marry somebody who has a kid. You know, the last thing I will say to you is be grateful that that man is taking care of his child outside of the home. That's what you really should be thinking because, uh, you know, I'm going to obviously hope and pray that your marriage lasts, you know, but the, the thing you should always think about is if it doesn't, at least you know this man takes care of his kids. At least you know this man doesn't feel that his responsibilities end as soon as his relationship ends. And he's mature enough to have a great relationship with his um, baby mother and be there for her when she needs it. You know, you didn't mention anything about him cheating or being inappropriate or any of that. It just sounds like you guys are in a bit of pickle financially. So really, you know, congratulate him. Thank you for taking care of responsibilities. I'm going to say it for you, Sandra. Don't worry. Thank you for taking care of responsibilities, sir, out there, whoever you are, your name, insert it. Thank you. And the last thing I will say to you both is it's time for somebody to get a part-time job. It's It's hard out here for Pim. It's hard. Get a part-time job. We all got it. We all got to do it. And it just sounds like you guys are in that time. It doesn't have to be forever, but it might be for right now. When you guys need to pick up one of those casual, casual jobs on the weekend, some sampling, you know, if you need some companies, some advice on how to go about that, send me an email, no problem. But one of you guys might have to just, you know, pick up the slack and get that part-time job until you guys are in a better situation. Student debt and mortgage won't last forever. And, you know, as I said, if you guys rebudget and pull back on some of your fixed needs, I have faith that both of you will get it together. I have faith in you. So, as I said, for my professional advice, get that financial budget in order. Financial plan, financial plan, financial plan. And for my personal advice, you know, stay in your stepmommy place and let that man take care of his responsibilities. So for the sake of time, we're going to move on to the second entry of the week, which was submitted by Naomi, who is 25 years old, living in Mississauga, Ontario, and has It's Complicated on her Facebook page. I love that you let me know it's complicated on your Facebook page. Like, she didn't just say it's complicated. She said on my Facebook page. Love it. Love this era of social media we live in. (laughs) So let's read Hey, Miss Confidentiality. This summer I went to Europe with my friend and found my backpacking traveling boyfriend on a budget. Although I didn't want to commit after seeing him and after my vacation ended, he convinced me to give it a go. Anyways, he came to visit in September and it was great. We explored all of Ontario and he swept me off my feet, literally. Fast forward to December, he came back to visit, and it was a complete 180. During this visit, he seemed completely uninterested. He spent most of his time on Angry Bird and smoking weed. When we went to family events, he often left early, taking my car back to the house and saying that he was tired or wasn't in the mood for mingling. Thank you.
After his months-long visit, he went back to Europe and within a week sent me a huge message stating how he felt. He told me I spent too much time with my family and I wasn't the girl he met when I was on vacation or he visited in September. With that said, he didn't actually break up with me and I'm having a hard time figuring out if I should let this relationship go. Okay, so the thing I'm going to suggest to you is get two boxes or anything of the sort, just something that you can't see inside of, kind of like piggy banks, so you can drop them in, stuff in, but you don't really see what's inside of it, and you kind of drop it in and walk away, and that's that. And I want you to get two of them for one to be the pros little jar and one to be the cons little jar. Now I want you to take a week or two weeks at max, you know, try to stay pick a week or two weeks that you're in a pretty neutral mood you know you're kind of on your baseline you're not having a horrible week and and you're not having the most amazing week either but just kind of a neutral week for you to take the time out and really consciously you know write down some of those pros and cons you know maybe you have an interaction with him you're like yeah that's awesome love this about him pro you know you have interaction like "Mm, mm," and con you know but really just drop things in there don't care about how much is collecting or any of the sort. Just just do the exercise. After that's done, weeks gone by, two weeks gone by, dump them out, count them, you know, organize them, prioritize them from petty things to medium things to like alarming things really. And just just see, you know, see if your pros are a ton, see if your cons are a ton. And I would say make a decision from there. The reason why you don't want to be able to see them, you don't want to be able to kind of harp over them, reread them, notice if you even put something in twice and forgot about it, is to give yourself a bit of an honest, try to give yourself a bit of an honest feedback in regards to it. Now, if you feel that a lot of your your takeaways are pros, I would definitely encourage you to maybe meet on neutral territory, right? You went to Europe and that was kind of his place. You then, um, we said he was a traveling backpacker, but I'm assuming Europe was his place or he was in, he was in his comfort zone, if nothing else. And then he came to visit you in your place, you know, um, in Mississauga at home, around your family, all that stuff. So I would say to meet in a neutral place, a place that you both can go to where nothing is familiar and it just takes away that that piece of you know your comfort and his comfort right when you're in your space and you're comfortable it's a lot easier for you to kind of relax and go with the flow and vice versa so try to be in a neutral place where you both are kind of in that that uncomfortable uncomfortable place um but able to really have like a great week together in the sense of not that it's going to go great but a great week in the sense of there's no distractions there's no elements that might be contributing to it you know um you just kind of relaxed relaxed really being able to focus on the relationship and figuring out can this really go somewhere you know making some solid plans with each other of how do you see your future going about like is this long term is it short term are we just kind of you know in a relationship but at the same time going with the flow whatever take that week away from your territory and his territory 
to really see whether the pros um, can match up with the reality of the situation. The pros that you, you picked out your box. Now, another thing I would say is, you know, meeting family is a difficult thing for many people. Uh, I know he mentioned that meeting your family or you spent too much time with your family. And I'm not quite sure um, why he wouldn't kind of assume that you'd be doing that because you mentioned he came in December but for whatever case you know meeting family is always stressful for anybody you know especially if your family is not warm and welcoming and and similar to whoever you're dating it's tough right people are kind of having to put on their their best face um, not able to necessarily voice their opinions their concerns whatever the way that you and I would um, when you're around your family. So that's something I would definitely think about. I'm sure you both had good intent when you made that visit, um, but it's hard. It's just hard, you know. And if mostly your gut is saying everything's right and, and I mean everything's wrong, sorry, and you got most mostly cons in your in your in your boxes between your pro and cons, I would say. Go with your gut, you know. Maybe you were right the first time when you mentioned that you weren't totally convinced that this relationship would work or even if you should carry it on any further from when you went on vacation. So I would say maybe your gut was right. You know, that's great that you guys got this time to spend together and you enjoyed yourself on your romantic getaway when he kind of came. He enjoyed himself on his romantic getaway, but that's fine that's okay sometimes you have short-lived love chapters and not everything has to turn into a fairy tale you know (sighs) things change and that's okay now Naomi you know your letter was long and ranted a little bit about how he stayed for the month and didn't quite contribute and had a free room and board and transportation and was just chilling on your wi-fi and disengaged and all that stuff and girl now we on personal because i'm i'm gonna give you this advice for you to take to all your young friends because it's this generation that we live in that does not understand the saying of what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. There's a reason for that saying. But anyways, first things first. Next time you go on vacation or you have somebody hanging out with you for a month or a long extended period of time, girl, say off the bat, 50-50. You know, groceries need to be bought, transport, gas needs to be bought. Free room and board, he's a he's traveling on a budget, whatever. He must have a budget in there for that. So that's all I'm gonna say about that piece is you, you gotta you gotta you got to ask for you to receive. And you didn't ask him for anything probably. So he didn't give anything probably. You know, but with that being said, ladies, gentlemen, future travelers. Learn to leave the person you found on vacation on the beach. You know, it's easy to impress somebody when you know they're leaving, stopping through, you know, living their best life, time limit on it. It's it's so easy for you to put the best foot forward for two weeks, one week, three weeks, 
vacation, you know. It's no different from when you're dating somebody in Mississauga where you live, you know. It's not going to be any different where people know how to behave in a certain manner and pick up on things that you say, things that you mention that you like and you don't like and and fall and be a bit of a chameleon, you know. Go into those roles. And that's what it sounds like is that when you were on vacation and when he came in September and he was living his best life and going all around Ontario and, you know, having fun, he knew how to behave. But when he came to Ontario and it was December and that cold licking and he had to sit inside, he didn't know how to behave as much. But that's not any different than anybody that you would date in town, in your city. And... The only mistake you made is that you thought between spending a few weeks with him in Europe and then in September that you had more of an impression or had a better understanding of him for whatever reason, even though it all equaled to about a month or two months of dating. That's not hard. You guys got to stop being sucked in by the accents. And I know it was the accent, Naomi. The accents always get you. But at the end of the day, they're all the same. They're all the same. You gotta wait it out. You can't meet somebody and just roll into it. You know, far too often we hear about these vacation booze going bad. And, you know, if you want a short-lived love, then dive into it. Do what you need to do. But if you're looking for something long-term, you can't build it off of what happened for that two weeks that was so great in Europe. And you really don't need to waste a flight for such a disappointment. You know, you could get that disappointment here in Toronto with somebody doing a 180 on you. Don't waste your money. Don't travel long distance, long distance, waste your long distance fees on phone bills to get the same stuff here. You, you, you gotta, you gotta invest properly. You know, if you meet somebody on vacation and he's great, then take still take time. Take time before you invite him over. Take time before he comes over and, you know, spend time with your family and things of that nature. Let him be able to have the time to show you his true colors and for you to have the time to see his true colors. And sometimes that's very difficult when we get into a situation where it kind of just snowballs, you know, or we have restrictions there that we don't necessarily have when we're at home. But it's something that you always have to consider. And unless your bank account is endless, then y'all need to leave the long-distance relationships alone. Because ain't nobody in these long-distance relationships seem to be talking about the important stuff. Those visas... You know, those work visas, you know, the residency, becoming a citizen, where you moving, that usually is not talked about in these long distance vacation hookup sort of relationships. And that's because you guys are usually in a bit of a fantasy and it was so great that you don't want to mess it up with reality. So my personal advice to you is leave the vacation bays in Europe, Dominican, Jamaica, wherever you're going, leave them alone unless you're going to be able to step into reality and deal with those hard questions. 
not surprised at all that he wrote you saying that you're a different person and I don't think you probably had any intent of being a different person I thought I think you're just the person you are when you're at home and you're not on vacation and super excited because you're exploring and seeing new things and that's fine so don't even sweat it you know if you want to pursue a relationship with him as I mentioned in my professional advice I think you still should do the pros and cons list but if you get out more pros Maybe you have a story to tell your grandkids and wrap it up as that, you know. Depend on that pros and cons list. And if not, let that vagabond go, girl. Let him go. Sandra and Naomi I hope my advice helped you both revisit those basics of taking the L it happens to the best of us and as for the rest of you thank you for listening and don't hesitate to leave me your opinion on my Instagram page at Miss Confidentiality or on my Twitter page at Miss Confident with three S's I also now have a Facebook page that you can find me at Miss Confidentiality and a YouTube page you guessed it, Miss Confidentiality. Now, if you want to give your own entry or drop me an email, send me a message at misconfidentiality2wise at gmail.com. Till the next episode, Miss Confidentiality, signing out.